Pitch Deck Asia. Your story, your words. So here we are, successfully making our way through the six slides of the ultimate pitch deck, which you can use to raise funds, hire great people, and get customers. Step four is all about what makes you different, the hypothesis. And quick review of where we've been, looking at your startup. We filled out the first three slides with this uh, worksheet, which you can access in the lesson notes. For my example startup, I am in the 25.5 billion US IoT healthcare market, which is growing at 20.6% annually. The problem is, is that most devices in that market are reliable. Nearly half get recalled during their lifetime. And I want to be, to solve that problem, the apple of medical devices. You know, why don't have great design, reliable products built for people? So why not? We can do that. Apple have successfully applied that to much more complicated devices. So here we go. The hypothesis is about how you're going to solve this problem differently. Because maybe most people identify that there is a problem. Um, but the, the challenge is, is this comes to the why about your story now. And it's a question posed by this chap here, Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel was um, the co-founder of PayPal with um, none other than Elon Musk, a billionaire who uh, still invests in startups. And he has a specific Thiel question, which he asks his startups, which he uses to differentiate between an average startup and an amazing startup. So, you know, how do you stand out from those 30 million startups out there in Asia pitching for resources? And the question he asks is, what fundamental truth do most people disagree with you on? Now, this has two elements to it. Let me explain. The first element is the fundamental truth. So what is it that you say to people that people just don't get? Um, and the fact is that people disagree with you on it means either you are going to edit it so that you fit in with other people or you're going to be adamant and still pursue this, this truth with your solution. And that is what makes a great startup because you can overcome rejection, you can overcome isolation, doubt, because you believe in this fundamental truth so deeply that you're willing to forgo the approval of other people. That makes a great startup. And that's the hero narrative that you have to power through those self-doubts and fears and rejections that you get to achieve the goal. Um, so what are we talking about here? Well, a great example is Starbucks. The fundamental truth that Howard Schultz got that people didn't get, that he was really uh, a loner or isolated or you know a single voice amongst a crowd of disbelievers on, is that Starbucks was not about selling coffee. Starbucks was about selling space. Now, Starbucks sells coffee. Yes, you can buy coffee there amongst other things. But that is not what the success of Starbucks was about. When Howard Schultz talked about expanding Starbucks, he talked about expanding the third place. So in between work and home, there was this other place where people didn't smoke. You couldn't buy alcohol there. You could just go and hang out. So it became the third place. 
And people disagreed with him on that. And that's what made Starbucks. Because if everybody agreed with him, yeah, we need a third place. And, you know, if everybody agreed with him on that, then Starbucks wouldn't have been a success. It would have been easily replicated early on. A good example, if you bring this back to medical devices, the hypothesis is, for example, if you say medical devices are too expensive, probably everybody agrees with you on that, that ideally medical devices should be as cheap as possible to get them in the hands of as many people as possible. Um, so if you go back to the point about this being a fundamental truth, it is a fundamental truth. It is you trying to change something. However... Do people disagree with you on this? Most people probably agree with you on this fact. Therefore, if you said medical devices or whatever your fundamental truth is too expensive or too whatever, and people agree with you on that, then it's the wrong fundamental truth to, to grow an amazing startup. Yes, you can grow a successful startup with this and you could probably raise money. However, if you really want to cut through and get noticed, amongst those 30 million startups, you really have to have something which is coming out with a different message. So medical device is too expensive. Yeah, people agree with you on that. However, why can't medical devices be cool? Now, this fundamental truth, a lot of people probably disagree with you on this, especially medical professionals. They may say, well, there's a reason why medical devices generally are, you know, look ugly, they're functional, um, design is the least important aspect of it because they have a function, you know, that function could be saving someone's life. Therefore, how it looks is a secondary factor. It's a nice to have. It's a hygiene factor, maybe, but it ain't going to create an amazing startup. So maybe a lot of people disagree with you on this. And that's a good sign, because if you believe in this fundamentally enough, then you know, and you have a reason to believe in this, a different way of viewing things, then you potentially could unlock a huge market. So the point is about the hypothesis is what is it that you think that the world doesn't get? And how do you, you know, bring in, which is the next step, the why you part to help solve that problem. So, I mean, if I was to say, well, why can't medical devices be cool, yet I didn't have any experience in medical devices, then that's an issue because I'm just sort of coming as a naive outsider. Yet maybe if I had designed devices or I'd been in design or I had worked for Apple, for example, then I had seen ways of solving problems that could be applied to medical devices that maybe the medical community don't get. And therefore, that's a huge opportunity. So in the context of my startup, the fourth slide is about what makes me different and what makes this startup unique in the sense that we not just are setting ourselves out as interesting, but we're willing to forego the approval and acceptance of other people, which is the hardest part. We're willing to, you know, we're willing to welcome rejection in our life to achieve this goal. So this is key part of the founder narrative setting out about the why you're doing this. And that bridges into the fifth slide, which is why you, because setting out the hypothesis should lead into the fifth slide. In my context, great design 
I'm now setting this up to, you know, what am I bringing to the table that other people don't have? Why am I unique? Why am I the person that this investor should back? So we've done the first four. Hopefully this has been um, useful for you. We're now in the last two stages, which is really why you, and then asking either for the money or recruiting for the talent or selling to your customers. We're nearly there. Two more slides to go. My name's Graham. That was Pitch Deck Asia, powered by Pitch Media Asia. My name's Graham Brown. Pitch Deck Asia is a platform to give startups in Asia a voice. We give them a show to help them tell their story. And if you love these startup stories and like hearing more about the journeys of the founders, go and check out our SoundCloud channel, which is available at pitchdeck.asia slash SoundCloud. That's pitchdeck.asia slash SoundCloud. Head along to the channel, subscribe, follow us, and feel free to leave a comment or a rating on our channel as well. We'd love to hear your feedback.